Well, good morning. morning. It is wonderful to have all of you here this morning. Please join me as we sing the doxology in its hymn number 549. And as we think about it, 
We celebrate the freedom that have been given to us through those sacrifices. But God, we also know that there was a cost. And that cost for many is still going on today in the losses and in the pain that we share through our various circumstances in which we served in peace and in war. And Lord, we'd ask that you would comfort us in our grief, that you would comfort us in the injuries that we have both physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And God, we lift up the family members of all of the service members before, because they too, God, have shared in those sacrifices. They too, God, have shared in that pain. And Lord, we just lay those things before you. Remind us always of your presence, that you have never left us, and that you have never forsaken us. And God, we are so thankful that you taught us to pray by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for praying with me this morning. Our next hymn is number 424, I Need Thee Every Hour. Number 424, I Need Thee Every Hour. chapter 3, beginning with verse 8. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth 
of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ, and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Amen. Let us pray. Our gracious God, we are so glad that you have blessed us here this morning just by coming together to worship you. And God, you know of our hearts. You know of our imperfections that we have in our lives. But God, we know that as we come to you in worship, that all things are made perfect through your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you for that perfection. And God, I would ask, that you would take my imperfections of this time of worship and make it perfect for each and every one of us. Help me now, I pray, in Christ's name. Amen. Well, today is no surprise. The flags are out everywhere, and it is Memorial Day weekend. Now, those of us that have served our country in peace and war... We know what it's like to wear the uniform. Some of us have served more times in peace. Some of us have spent more time in war. But either way, we served our country when our country needed us, or when we felt that call to serve in our nation's armed forces. And here in the chapel, we are reminded every time we enter into this place, the service of others, the service of previous generations, the service of our generation. And we know that ahead, there'll be generations serving ahead of us. And so we are reminded here in this chapel because we have those remembrances. We have those remembrances that remind us that in the worst of times in our nation's history that there were times when prayer was needed. There are memories here that remind us of those that have made the ultimate sacrifice those, as we would call them as chaplains, non-combatants, that still gave their lives in the service of others on the battlefield. We are reminded of different cultures that our nation's military makes up, different backgrounds of people that have served our country in peace and in war, and that they are all Americans, and they wore the uniform with pride and distinction and with courage. In fact, in this chapel there is even a picture of me serving our country, preparing to go to battle in one of our conflicts. And that is only here because our previous service chief was very proud of my service and thought it was important that I be included here in this chapel. And I have always considered that an honor when he did that. And each and every one of you that is here this morning with me, I consider it an honor that you are joining me in this time of worship to remember. Remembering those that we have served with, Remembering the losses that many of us have had because of our service. 
remembering our family members, for they too have borne the brunt of those of us that have served in so many ways that many times are not acknowledged the way that they should be because it is through their support and through their sacrifice that many of us went when the calling came for us to serve our country and they willingly supported that without opposition without their own personal feelings being shared in such a way that would have not permitted us to serve. And you understand what I'm talking about, the relationships that we have with family members, that they too went along with us in supporting what we were doing for our country. This morning I want to talk about a different kind of remembering. Remembering that you and I have as followers of Jesus Christ remembering the fact of what Christ has done for us on the cross. Remembering the fact that you and I should always, every day, look around our daily lives and see the things that remind us of the faith that God wants us to have through Christ. We sang two hymns this morning in our worship already. Open my eyes that I may see and I need thee every hour. And those hymns are appropriate for us to remember what Christ has done for us. Because we need to have the presence of God to go alongside us. To open our eyes to the things that God wants us to see. The truth about our lives as followers of Jesus Christ. Many times our eyes become closed because of the different things that we are doing in our lives. And a lot of times our eyes are closed because of our own selfish pride. Because of the things that we feel that we want to accomplish. And once again, the famous I statement that we use here in the chapel, the things that I want to accomplish many times closes my eyes to the things that God wants me to see in my daily life. And God wants me to remember in faith in Christ to look around to the many blessings that God has given me. To my family members, the blessings that I see there all of the time and remembering the relationships that I have with them. To my friends, the people I serve with, the people I worship with. But I could not see those things if I was not doing my best to live in faith in Christ. And as I prayed previously this morning, we feel a lot of times that because we are so imperfect and because we can never get it right, that God never accepts us, never accepts our worship, never accepts who we are because we know that it truly is garbage, as the scriptures tells us this morning. But you see, God takes that imperfection and makes it perfect because of the faith that God wants us to have through Christ. You and I will never be able to worship God perfectly while we are here on this earthly realm. Because that perfection will only come when we are truly transformed with God in heaven. And it is in that perfect place that we will have that perfection. But between then and now, we struggle with trying to understand our relationship with God. 
We struggle trying to figure out ourselves as we go along each day. And we sang the hymn, I Need Thee Every Hour. And as we go along each day, we need to remind ourselves that we truly do need God, not just every hour, but every moment of every day. Because it is in that remembering that we have that solid foundation in Christ. And it is in that remembering, the knowing of God every moment of every day, that we experience and understand God in our lives. Because when we look for and with faith want to have that remembering of Christ in our lives, we understand the existence of the power of God in our lives because we can sense God's Spirit. We can sense what we are trying to achieve, not on our own, but walking with God, doing our best in our own strength. But we know that we can only do it with Christ's strength. C.S. Lewis once said that we don't know how truly bad we are until we try to be good. We don't know how truly bad we are until we try to be good. I know how bad I am because I've tried to be good. You hear what I'm saying on that? And God wants us every moment of every day to try to be good because then we see truly how bad we are. We truly see in our imperfections how much we need to have that relationship with Christ. And in that relationship, we find something very unusual in remembering our relationship with God. God validates us as His followers. God validates us as His disciples. God validates us in the relationship that we are trying to have with Him through His Son, Jesus Christ. And when we understand that validation that God gives us, we see how important we truly are, not in terms of how humankind measures being important, but in terms of the relevancy of our lives as we go through life, as we have contact with each other, we spend time with each other. It is in that relevance that you and I see that we have value and who we are in our relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. That's how we should measure who we are as His followers, is understanding that God loves you and accepts you and me just for the way that we are, not because of the education that we have or the things that we have attained in life, the property that we own, but because of the fact that we are a follower of Jesus Christ and we are doing the best that we can. We are trying not to be bad. We are pursuing wanting to be good. And it seems like a very simple thing. It seems like a very basic thing that we should be doing, but yet it is so difficult but yet, that's what God wants us to do. And in remembering, as we are going forward, we see that in our relationship with Christ, that the only thing that we can truly have that is meaningful, that gives us that purpose, is that relationship through Christ, is that faith that God wants us to have. And it is not within our own self-righteousness, 
Because we know that as we have tried to be good, we see how bad we truly are, and we know that it's not righteousness that we can obtain on our own, but only the righteousness that we can find through Jesus Christ. And it comes from the basis of our faith in God, the things that we cannot see. Many times the things that we cannot understand, the intangibles about our relationship with God. But yet those intangibles become so valuable to us because as we are walking with Christ, we see and we understand the power that Christ had in His life, the power that Christ had in His death, the power that Christ had in His burial, the power that Christ had in His resurrection, the power that Christ had in His ascension. And you and I have access to that same power because of the Spirit of God that is in your life and that it is in my life. But we can only sense that power when we understand that we have to become like Christ in all things. In all things. And we come to understand that as we walk with God. As we come before God in all truth and in all honesty. Understanding God's grace for our lives. And that is where in remembering we take that imperfection and we add God's grace to it. And it becomes perfection in God's eyes. And we see the reward that comes to us, the knowledge and understanding that we gain as we walk with God, as we want to follow God. And in remembering those things, we see that within that acceptance, God wants us to have complete surrender. Complete surrender of our will. Because it is only during that surrendering of our will that we truly see and understand the full, complete knowing of Jesus Christ in our lives. And that is what God wants us to achieve. That is what God wants us to know. That is what God wants us to understand. Because then we truly see the access that we have to the power of God. Because of the presence of God that is in our lives. Understanding the things that God wants us to do according to His will and purpose for our lives. And when we look at our own individual lives, my following God's will will be a blessing to everyone else that comes in contact with my life in some way, in some form, in some fashion. And in the same way, as you follow and pursue God's will for your life, you will be a blessing to all of the people that you come in contact with every day, every day every day in which your eyes are open to see in the remembering of what Christ has done for you. Every moment when your eyes are open that you see how much you need God every hour and every moment of every day. It is in that remembering that we come to a deeper understanding of what it is to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And then we desire we desire our will, everything in terms of who we are as a person that drives us forward is sustained because of those things that we have achieved in understanding God walking with us every day. And we see that as we do that, we have an increased involvement more and more in the things of God. Our desire is to be more intimate with God. 
Our desire is to take time to be with God, to talk more with God, to trust God more. And then we see a deeper understanding and a deeper appreciation as we follow God through His Son, Jesus Christ. And then we can see through those circumstances that we have in our lives that there's nothing that can be overcome if we are following God's will. If we understand that within our own lives there is nothing that we can achieve, there's nothing in terms of success that we can obtain that can be truly satisfying unless it is through the faith that God wants us through His Son, Jesus Christ. And when we do that, when we have that moment, when we have that moment of revelation, when we have that epiphany moment, when we see and understand the truth that God represents Himself to us, and it's only something that you experience in terms of your own individual personal walk with God. And that's what God wants us to have in remembering Him all of the time. So as we go forward today, as we go forward to tomorrow, remembering our comrades that have served this nation in peace and in war, remembering their families as well in terms of the sacrifices that they have made. Then we also remember what Christ has done for us on the cross through faith. And in doing so, in remembering what Christ has done for us, we honor and we understand the sacrifices that we have made, the sacrifices that others have made, because we see things through the eyes of Christ. Amen. Let us take a few moments and prepare our hearts for communion. And it is such a wonderful opportunity when we do this because we publicly make that statement of our faith in Christ. We publicly say to everyone around us that we are trying to be good. And when we do so, we realize how bad we are. Let us pray. God, we are so thankful that you have brought us all here this morning just to remind us and remembering the sacrifice that you have made for each and every one of us. And God, the, the scriptures of John 3.16 comes to mind. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And Lord, we just call upon that right now as we publicly take this communion together as a body of believers in Your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank You, God, for forgiving us of our sins and loving us just the way we are. Amen.
I receive from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake together. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let us partake together. Please join me in our closing hymn, number 416, I Was Sinking Deep in Sin. Thank you for coming.